Hello everyone, this is Falakamalafe from Fresh Inspiration and we're going to continue talking about healing and last time when I was speaking to you on the topic of receive your healing we started looking at the centurion and we asked a number of questions about the account of the centurion and how he got healed because he believed in the authority that Jesus had. So when we look in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 10 we see this account and I'm just going to read it again just to remind us of what we we're talking about then. So in Matthew chapter 8 and verse 10, the Bible says that the centurion had come to Jesus and his servant was at home paralyzed. Um, and Jesus had said to the centurion, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy they should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. So the centurion said to Jesus, Jesus said, I will come. And the centurion said, no, don't come. I am not worthy for you to come to my house. Speak a word and my servant will be healed. Then he went on to explain to us why he believed that if Jesus just spoke a word, his servant will be healed. And that had to do with authority because the centurion described how he also was a man under authority in verses 9 and 10 and how he had soldiers under him. And he would say to one, go and they would go, come and they would come, do this and they would do this. So he recognized that Jesus had authority over sickness and diseases. He recognized that Jesus had the authority over the paralysis that held his servant tormented. He recognized that if Jesus, because he was a man under authority and he was a man with authority, that he could speak a word over that thing that he had authority over, sickness, disease, all the oppressions of the devil. We read that in Acts chapter 10 and verse 8, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So he said, speak the word only. Now I want to spend some time talking about this authority. And I want to spend some time just talking about how we exercise authority. Because it's important for you and I, when it comes to healing, to understand that the same authority that Jesus had, which we saw it at work here in Matthew chapter 8, is the same authority that he has delegated to you and I. Which means that you and I also have authority over every sickness, every disease, every spirit of the devil, including the devil himself. But the challenge is we exercise that authority in the same way that Jesus exercised it by speaking a word. And we saw that at the end of the last recording when we looked at Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. So in Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, Jesus was speaking to his disciples. He just sent them out and they just come back. You know, and they'd seen amazing things being done. 
And in Luke chapter 10 and verse 19, Jesus, this is Jesus speaking. He says, behold, I give you authority. So this is Jesus delegating authority to his disciples. And you and I are the disciples of Jesus. We're the followers of Jesus. We're the ones whom Christ is in. His spirit is in us. We are children of God. And he says, I give you, I am giving it to you, not holding it back from you. I am giving you the authority. And he tells us what that authority that he has given us will do. He says, this authority I am giving you is to trample, to tread upon. The things we trample under our feet are the things that we destroy. To trample on serpents and scorpions. And that word serpents and scorpions, wherever you see it, is referring to the authorities of darkness. He says, I'm giving you a greater authority. So he was saying, you and I, with his authority, have a greater authority given to us by Jesus. And that greater authority means I can command and I can trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So you and I have authority over serpents, over scorpions, over every authority of darkness and over all the power of the devil. And then he goes on to say, That as you exercise this authority, how? By the words that you speak, by your commands. One of the things you will see as we look at healing through the scriptures is Jesus would use the word, he rebukes the fever or he rebukes that spirit and it went away. That means he commanded them. He charged, he made a charge. He said, be gone in my name. He said, be gone, be gone. He made a chart. He made a command. Of course, he was doing it in the authority that he had given to him by God. And you and I, that's the same way we exercise authority over sickness and disease. We say we charge it to be gone in the name of Jesus. And we believe It's important that we believe in the authority that we have, not because of us, but because it has been given to us by Jesus, whom we have seen exercise this same authority with tremendous results. And he says, I give it to you. But you and I need to exercise that authority. I give it to you. So you and I, have authority over everything that is of darkness, over all the power of the enemy. And Jesus says, nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. And he goes on to tell us why in verse 20. He says, nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you. So the reason you and I have that authority is because the devil... And every authority of darkness is subject, is under you, is under your command, is subject to you. But if you don't know that, 
You won't exercise that authority. Even the devil knows it. But you and I need to exercise that authority with the words in the same way that we see Jesus doing it because those spirits are subject to us. And Jesus was saying, but don't rejoice in that. You know, because that is that is a given. That is a given. Rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. It's a settled matter that you and I have this authority. But I want to spend some time just here for a little bit because I think this is one of the places where we win the battle. We win the battle when we recognize and we exercise that authority that's been given to us by Jesus. So I asked a few questions and I said last time that I asked a few questions. I said, do you believe that Jesus has authority over all sickness and disease? Then I asked you the question, do you believe that you have authority over all sickness and disease? And I just want to look at a few scriptures with you around those two questions because I want you to know without any certainty that Jesus had authority, but also that Jesus gave you that authority. And so you have the right, you have the right, like the centurion had the right to command his servant and they obeyed. Like Jesus had the right to rebuke paralysis and every sickness and it had to obey. You have that same right over every sickness and disease, over every power of the devil, over every authority of darkness, and it has to obey. So let's look at the first point, that Jesus had authority. So let's look at the book of John chapter 5. So let's go to John chapter 5 and verse 27. And in John chapter 5, and verse 27 we see a dialogue going on in here and and this is Jesus talking and Jesus is talking about the father and himself and in verse 26 he says for as the father has life in himself so has he granted the son to have life in himself and he has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. So God gave Jesus authority and he gave him authority to execute judgment. In in continuing in the book of John, if you just turn a few chapters over to chapter 17 and verse 2, and I will come to define this word authority to you. In John 17 and verse 2, it also says, as you have given him authority over all flesh. So this also talking about the father, because in John 17, when he says, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may also glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh. So we see here that it is God that gave the authority. We're going to look at some more scriptures because I want you to understand this so, so well. I know some of you will be saying, well, I know Jesus has authority because we see through the works that he did. 
But in John chapter 10 and verse 18, this is Jesus talking here. He says, no one takes it from me. Now he's talking about laying down his life. He says, no one takes my life from me, from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power. Now that word power is the word exousia. And exousia is the word authority. So he is saying, I have exousia. I have the authority to lay it down. And I have the authority, exousia, to take it again. So Jesus had the authority to lay down his life. And he had the authority to take it again. Jesus had authority. He had exousia in him. He had the authority given to him by God. So God is the one that authorized Jesus. He had the authority. He was the son of man and he was a man given authority by our father God. And if you look at Matthew chapter 9 as well, we can see this as well in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 6 to 8. It says, actually let's start here from verse 4. It says, but Jesus, knowing their thoughts, why do you think evil in your heart? So he just healed the paralytic here. And Jesus says, which is easier to say that your sins are forgiven or to say arise and walk, but that you may know that the son of man has exousia. That's our word again, authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed and go to your house so jesus had authority he had authority as the son of man and we talked about this when we we're talking about the anointing how god anointed jesus of nazareth referring to jesus the son of man jesus the man and here we see that you may know that the son of man not the son of God, but the son of man, even though we know that he was also the son of God. But he's talking here about him as the son of man, exercising authority given to him by God. And I'm saying that intentionally because you and I are men, we're man, we're the son of man. But we also have been given that same authority by Jesus. And we exercise that authority in his name. So that answers the first question. Do you believe that Jesus has authority on earth? Of course he does. Does he have authority over all sickness and disease? Of course he does. We saw that with the centurion. So we've just read it with the paralytic as well. Now, do you believe that you have authority over all sickness and disease? Now, I know we read Luke 10, 19, but I want to show you a few scriptures. And, and we want to go to Matthew chapter 13 and verse 34. In Matthew chapter 13 and verse 34, we see here where Jesus is sending his disciples out. So Jesus is sending his disciples out in Matthew 13 and verse 34. And he says to his disciples in verse 34, he says that all these things, sorry, I'm not, I'm not there. Matthew 13 
and verse 34. Jesus is talking about sending the disciples out. No, turn with me, sorry, to Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1. Let's go to Matthew 10 and verse 1. Sorry about that. Matthew 10 and verse 1. Yeah, this is where it is. And it says, when he had called his disciples to him, this is Jesus, he called his 12 disciples to him. He gave them power. Now, this word again is the Greek word exousia. And maybe I should stop here and just explain to you that that word authority is the word exousia. And across the Bible, you would see the use of the word power. Sometimes that word is the Greek word dunamis. Dunamis. But when it's talking about authority, it uses the Greek word exousia. So in these verses that we're reading where it's translated power is actually the word exousia that means authority. So it's saying here that when Jesus had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them exousia. He gave them authority over unclean spirits. And he gave them the authority to cast them out. And he gave them the authority to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of diseases. So we see here Jesus giving his disciples, delegating the authority that he had. So that they could do exactly the same things as he was doing. So he's giving them that same authority to cast out devils. Now, you can only exercise authority over something that you have power over. So, to cast out devils and to heal all sickness and all kinds of diseases. That means you and I, as disciples of Jesus, have power and authority over all kinds of sickness, all kinds of diseases, and all kinds of unclean spirits. So you and I can exercise that authority in the name of Jesus. In Matthew 28 and verse 18, I just want you to see this through many scriptures so that you get it and you understand it. And so you are confident when you're exercising your authority in the name of Jesus. So when the enemy roars, you say no in Jesus name. So in Matthew 28 and verse 18, this is the great commission. So Jesus has died on the cross and he comes back to his disciples and he says to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Not some, all authority. I now have all authority in heaven and on earth given to me. Go. That word go means I am giving you that authority to go. And do something. Because I have this authority that has been given to me now in heaven and earth. You can go and do something. You can go and make disciples. You can go and baptize people in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You can go in my name. Make disciples. Do some more of the things that I have done through you. Let other people also do it. Teach them to be disciples. With authority, because I have the authority given to me in heaven and on earth. Because of my death 
and the sacrifice and him rising up again and when he rose again he defeated the enemy and he spoke principalities and power he took power back took authority and he gave it to you and I so he may not be here today but his authority is here and we exercise it as his disciples on this earth I hope that has blessed you we'll continue to talk about exercising your authority as we go along see you soon and thank you